hello hello this is tracy calling from celestial thinking i do appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to actually listen to my episode i hope you find some inspiration in it and i do thank you so much for the reviews and the subscriptions that have been left if you would please subscribe that helps the channel grow and also reviews help me figure out how I'm doing on the podcast journey. So I definitely appreciate feedback. So today I would like to talk about life's purpose. We all have a life purpose and it's very sad to see people who are not utilizing their life's purpose. And I feel even more sad for a lot of the 20-somethings that are out there now in our world because I feel more than ever they have no direction and they're very lost about what they want to do for the rest of their lives, including one of my own. Um, it's, it's, It's hard. And if you've done a lot of different things, that's great. And if none of them felt passionate to you, then you need to go out there and you need to figure out what makes you happy. What gives you that feeling inside when you do it? Do you get a tingle or a feeling of warmth in your body when you help heal somebody or you help somebody do something? Um, Do you get excited to do a project of maybe carpentry, putting something together. You know, that's how you figure it out. Figure out what your body does when you do different things. That is the most important part of it. And I feel like a lot of people in their 20s, they kind of go to college and do what their parents tell them to do, not what they necessarily want to do. I was one of them, I did that. I went to college for three years for music and I did it because I was a robot and my mother wanted me to uh, go there and I was paying for my own college and I was actually working at what was, it's Fi, it was Filene's back then, not Macy's, but it's Macy's now. And I was one of those counter girls that did makeup. and. I loved my job. I loved putting makeup on people. That made me so happy. There's nothing that makes me happier than to have someone come up to me and I do their makeup and they look like a million dollars after that. And they're so happy and pleased with themselves. That made me happy. That was where my passion lied. So one day at college, I had one class. It was a music history class. And this professor was notorious for not teaching his students properly and failing them and getting a kick out of it. I know that sounds weird, but I'm telling you the truth. And everyone was afraid of this class and did not want to take it, but had to in order to graduate. So we didn't have any choice. So I had to do a paper on my um, instrument and my instrument i had two instruments um when i went to music college 
One was my voice and second was my keyboards. And I played classical pipe organ. And my mother was one of those pageant moms. I had to be in pageants. I had to play an instrument. I had to skate and win medals. I had to dance and not just dance at a dance studio. I had to dance and be in a ballet company, a Russian ballet company. So I had to do all of those things and I liked some of them. Uh, music was not something that made me feel warm inside. I had to work really hard whereas a lot of the other college students, it just came to them with no trouble, just naturally. And it really bothered me that I had to work so hard for something and I could tell I really didn't like it. So one day in this class, like I said, I was writing this paper and because I had always played the organ since I was six, I can tell, I could have, back then, I don't remember much now, but I could have told you anything you wanted to know about a classical pipe organ. Like you can actually walk into the pipes. It's like a room, it's crazy. And I did a whole paper on it and I got it back and I was always an honorable student. So I never got less than a C and I got like a D minus on it and he wrote plagiarized in red across it. And I was so upset because in all honesty, I didn't plagiarize it. I faked the bibliography. I made up the whole thing in my head and just wrote it down and just put a couple of organ books I had in, in my room in there. And that's how I handled it. And so all of a sudden I had this now that I look back, guide screaming in my head, do something about this, go up to him and, you know, this is your exit. You don't want to be here, get out of there. So I walked up to the teacher and I said to him, you know, I'm really not happy that you wrote plagiarized across my report. I said, because I'm going to tell you something. You're right that I did do something, but it wasn't plagiarism. I said, what I did was make up that whole thing in my head and fake the bibliography. And I said, you need to realize that people have to take this class in order to graduate and you're not making music fun. You're not making music what it should be to people who love it. So I'm going to end here and I'm going to quit college and just remember that you lost a student because you decided to write plagiarized across your paper when there was no reason to write that. There's no way you can say anything in my paper was written in some book, not at all. So I left and it was during the time of the college days where you could actually, um, well, you can still do that now. You had like drop periods, I guess you would call it. And you could go in there and you could get your money back. And so that's what I did. I went to the bursar's office and I said, I'm withdrawing from school. So they cut me a check right then and there. And I left and I drove straight to a cosmetology school and I signed myself up for it and used that money that I got on the check towards it 
and came up with more money to go. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. It absolutely made my mother go bananas that I wasn't doing what she wanted me to do. But I have been an esthetician now for over 30 years and I love it. I love getting up in the morning and seeing my clients. My clients are everything to me and my clients are like family to me. And each and every one of them, when they come into my office, I just love the fact that I can heal them spiritually, soul, body, mind, spirit, everything. And I really appreciate that some of these clients have been following me for 20 something years. And I just can't imagine my life without them. And it, there's some that I've had lost in the past that um, didn't come back when I got back into the business, but I do see them on social media, which is great. And I can say hi to them. And, you know, I have special bonds with people. So I am totally thrilled that I can say to you that I'm living my life's purpose. And I actually expanded from that. I was the 50th esthetician to be licensed in the state of Rhode Island. Back then, nobody even knew what it was. I heard esta what? <laughs> nobody knew what it was. They thought I was an anesthesiologist. Um, so I did that. And then after that, I um, had become a reflexologist and that was because my friend at the time who was a massage therapist had set up uh, a reflexologist to come and give me a treatment after I had my MS exacerbation and I literally could not walk and I was walking with a cane and after I had the treatment I walked out of the house with no cane. It was amazing. So I said, oh my God, this is amazing and I want to learn it and I want to do this. And so that's what I did. And I got licensed in that. And then after that, my daughter had a lot of ear problems and she had um, ruptured her eardrums like 11 times. And my friend in the business was an ear coner and she said let's try giving her some coning to see if it will stop this from happening and we did and she didn't have any problems after that and again i was like wow this is so amazing and i can't believe this natural you know native american way of clearing out the wax in your ears helps with so many different issues so i said i want to learn this and just so happens that that person is a teacher so she had a class and me and a couple of other people in the salon that I owned at the time um, all decided to take the class and we all got certified and it was great so that was fantastic as well and I do all of those modalities I've been doing those for quite a few years I mean my son is 22 this 27th of this month so you figure I've been doing them for about 23 years. So that was amazing. And so then after that, 
I realized with my reflexology that I had some extra gifts. I could feel things that other people couldn't feel. And I didn't really get what was going on. And I spoke to a friend of mine who comes to me as a client as well, who is a Reiki master and she's an instructor. And she said, you already do Reiki. She said, but you should get your degrees in, in Reiki. So I did that. I got my first degree, then I got my second degree, and then I got my third degree, and eventually I'll be an instructor. So from one license, from one thing that I absolutely enjoyed doing, I branched out into several different modalities. Oh, and then on top of that, I have two different certifications. I'm working on the third one right now uh, in life coaching because being that I do these things where people are lying on tables, they tell me a lot of their life stories and I would listen and if they wanted an opinion, I would give it to them. And I just said to myself, why am I not, this was during COVID. I said, why am I not a life coach? People need help and I could be helping people and guiding them. So I ended up getting my master life coaching certification and then I got my goal setting life coach certification and um, I'm working on a few others so that means that I have the main one for everything but I also have uh, other ones that are um, me trained in specific things such as goal setting so if you ever need any life coaching, no matter where you live, I can help. Um, just message me and I can do um, sessions with you online or over the phone, um, whatever way works if you're in need of me. Um, I specialize in obviously all the things that I have as issues. Uh, I specialize in when you get diagnosed with a disease, um, I, can spe I specialize in divorce, I specialize in kids with disabilities, I specialize in goal setting, and um, there's a lot of other ones though that I do that um, are equally as great and I'm passionate for. Um, and as I get my different certifications in the different things that I'm doing, I will be definitely telling you. But getting back to life purpose for you, that's what you have to do. You have to feel it inside your body. You have to listen to your body, not your mind. Your mind will always try and do logic, but logic doesn't make you happy. And like I said, if you really enjoy what you're doing and you're passionate about it, guess what? You will always, always be okay. I have never been poor being an esthetician and all my other modalities. The only time I had to stop it, and it was because I had no um, benefits, was right after my divorce and my husband took all the money out of our checking account and I had nothing. So I had to go to a corporate situation for a while 
um, temporarily um, so that I could raise my kids because he wasn't around. He abandoned everybody. So I went right back to it though. I was miserable and you could find time to do it on the side. I'm in no way saying quit your job and just do what you love. What I'm saying is take your time and if you love something, do it on the side, start doing it for money on the side as a side gig and slowly transition. I have one client that I absolutely adore and she is so talented uh, making Halloween things and she's so talented in makeup. And she has a job that is not her life's purpose, but she's been with it for over 20 years. And she's kind of that robot I talked about that gets up and goes to work and does the thing and, you know, ends, she actually works from home and then ends her work day and eats and sleeps and wakes up and does the same thing over again. And that is not living your life. You're living your life is living your life's purpose and having fun and being who you are supposed to be, your soul, what your soul is supposed to be. So, you know, I actually told her, I said, I think you should do some of this stuff on the side. At Halloween time, advertise that you do makeup for Halloween and put some samples, you know, on, on social media. I said, you could make a business out of this. You really could. And she loves it. So I'm hoping at some point she'll listen to me. And if you're listening to me, you know who you are. <laughs> I really think you should do that. But yeah, that's how you start. You start with a little thing and do a little bit. And even if it's something that you like so-so and you do it, you might branch from there into something else. And I'm saying that mostly to the the people who just got out of high school that you just need to try different things and when you try different things and you focus on that the next thing you know another opportunity comes up out of that and that can make you very happy and you won't know until you do it so don't sit around and get a job at McDonald's try and do something that makes you happy and see what you can do from there um, I volunteered a lot when I was young too um, and that got my foot in the door in a lot of places as well. So it's hard. I know it is. It's harder now than it ever was. Uh, my God, when my kids needed their first job, it was so hard for anybody to uh, g give them a chance at 16. When I was 16, I had no problems getting a job. I worked at the mall. I sold shoes at 16 years old. So it is tough it is hard and I get that I'm not saying it's going to be an easy thing but you need to look inside yourself you need to feel what you're passionate about meditate on it see see what comes in your mind see what the universe is you know giving you as signs and go from there um, if you love animals maybe volunteering at the zoo or working as a something in the zoo a cashier to start might make you want to go into zoology um you know there's just 
so many different things in life that you can do and you're probably doing things for people and people will say to you, oh wow, you're so good at that. And you're not doing that. So get to it and do that. <laughs> well, I love talking to you. I hope that this inspired you if you're having trouble in the focusing department of what should I do for the rest of my life? And you can always branch. I did. I started the route with the esthetician and I'm staring at my office right walls right now and I have uh, 10 certifications up there. And you can do that too. It's not hard if you love it. So I wish you the best. I wish you a great week. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.